again and welcome to Building Bridges audio podcast episode number two, Building Your Plan. I've truly enjoyed hearing from you this past month. It's such a joy to hear how you're embracing the new year as an opportunity to begin having a deeper relationship with God. Let's open our time together with a word of prayer so we can get started on building our plan. Father God, you're our Redeemer. You loved us so we could have the ability to love others. You're our refuge in times of trouble. You are faithful to your word. Please continue to mold us in your image. Please continue to refine us. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Please soften our hearts so we can receive your word. And please help our doubt or unbelief become belief. Please enlighten us so we can receive your word and apply it in our lives today. Find us obedient, for it's in Jesus' precious and holy name that we pray. Amen. Last time we got together, we talked about being more deliberate in our time with God. We said we would start forming our plan for spending more consistent time with God. How are you doing with this? Have you tried different times of your day to discover what works best for you? Have you set your calendar to hold a 30-minute block of time for you and God to chat? If you've done this, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. If you haven't yet, don't beat yourself up too much. You can't change yesterday, but you can start today. There's no time like the present. His mercies are new every morning. I do encourage you to not put it off any longer. Each day you let go by without talking with God is a day you lose out on what He has planned for you, and it's a day that you can't get back. Once you have your time set aside to spend with God, what are you planning to do during this time? I start my day off by following a model of prayer I learned years ago. I remember it by the letters A, C, T, S, the word Acts. I encourage you to begin your time with God in this same way. I have a copy of this model on buildingbridgesministry.com, so feel free to print it out and use it this week. It transformed my prayer life, and I hope it will do the same for you. The A stands for adoration. I tell God who He is to me. I think of the day I had prior and tell him who he has shown himself to be for me. Maybe he was my healer, um, my healer God because I was sick. Maybe he was my protector God because he kept me safe while I was traveling. Maybe I spent time remembering that he's my redeemer. Maybe he was my friend when I felt alone. Maybe I leaned on him and he was faithful, just as his word says. The letter C stands for confession. This is where I get real with God. There's no point in hiding anything from him because he already knows. He wants me to acknowledge that I know I fell short. He wants me to understand that I need him. Try not to be generic on this one. Get really specific. The letter T is thanksgiving. This is where I express my gratefulness to God. Sometimes I list all the things I'm grateful for without asking him for anything. If you're thinking you don't have anything to be thankful for, start with the basics. Did you wake up this morning? Did you have clothes? Do you have a car to get you where you need to go or want to go? Do you have a home that protects you from the outside elements? Do you have enough food to eat? Thank Him for each of these things and build from there. Do you have friends you can count on no matter what? Do you have family that loves you through thick and thin? Thank God for His love and that He invites you to come speak with Him. You can tell God what's on your mind. You have a God who loves you and invites you to speak with Him. Have you ever heard someone ask, May I speak freely? 
because they want to tell you what they really think and not what they think you want to hear. That's what I mean. It's pretty cool that we can talk to God. We can tell Him whatever is on our mind. Because we know He is our Father, we speak with respect, but we can speak freely. The S stands for supplication. This is the part where we tell God what's on our hearts. This is where we bridge the gap for others through prayer. This is where we ask God for His help. This is where we bring our requests to God. And again, He already knows what's on our heart. He wants us to acknowledge that we can't do it by ourselves. He wants us to acknowledge our need for Him. He wants us to admit our dependence upon Him. I pray God's will and let Him know, um, you know what I like, all the while hoping that the two match up. The closer you become to God through reading His Word and praying, the more often you will see they do match up. That's growth. Last time, I encourage you to start reading in the book of John in the New Testament. If we prepare for prayer by prayfully um, studying His Word, we can read a few verses, take what we understand, and apply it to our lives. If you read something and you're not sure what it means, ask God to show you what it means. I had a Sunday school teacher years ago that used to say, in order for you to understand the Bible, you've got to know the author. That's so true. Let's look at John in the New Testament, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being by Him, and apart from Him nothing came into being that has come into being. In Him was life, and the life was light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Whoa, what's that, man? That's a lot of words, isn't it? When I asked God to help me understand it, it was revealed to me that in a nutshell, this is the incarnation of the Son of God. John is the only gospel that begins with the story of Jesus Christ from before there was any beginning the way we think of it, not from the time he appeared on earth. Jesus had existed as the Logos, or the intelligence, which began everything that is and also became the spoken message or the Word. This helps to explain how God's Word is living. Since the beginning of time as we know it, the Word or spoken message was existing. This message was in company with God, giving it a special relationship with God. John also tells us that the message was God, not a God, not a wonderful God, God. The Word is God. The Word is eternal. So the message has an eternal relationship with God the Father. And he later tells us the Word became flesh, or Jesus, and dwelt among us. Before that, he was essentially spirit. Verse 4 says, In him was life. The original word for life means life without end. It says life was the light of men. Jesus is the light of men. Jesus' light overtakes darkness. Darkness did not and cannot overtake or possess Jesus. Romans 10, 9, and 10 say that if you confess your, with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. If this revealed something new to you today about your relationship with Jesus, please spend some time talking with God. Please don't let another day go by without declaring Jesus as the Lord of your life. This is the most important decision you will ever make. Today is the day of salvation. Will this make your life simple and without problems? <laughs> Absolutely not. It will, however, mean that when you go through something, you won't go through it alone. 
God is always with you. His word says he will never leave you or forsake you. This month, let's thank God for his love and that he invites us to speak with him. Let's commit to speaking to him freely. Other religions have gods, that's with a small g, but Christianity is the only one where you can speak to God, that's with the capital G, and he speaks back to you. Let's not take that for granted any longer. So speak freely to God and listen as he speaks back to you. Let's prepare for prayer time through prayerfully studying his word. Remember that prayer is a two-way conversation, so read a few verses, take what you understand, and apply it to your life that day. If you're not sure what you read, ask God to help you understand, and then follow his lead. Once you understand and have received his word into your heart, begin to pray. Pray in God's strength, not your own. Remember God's greatness, his faithfulness. Remember his love. When you end your prayer in Jesus' name, you're asking based on his reputation. You're asking based on what you have learned about him through his word and in your life. You're not praying in your name based on your reputation. Can I get an amen on that one? (laughs) For the next few days, just spend some time thanking him. So in the prayer model, do the A, the C, and the T for a few days. Then on day three or four, add in your request. So ease into using the A, the C, the T, and the S. If you write down what you're learning and what you are asking God for, you can see your growth in God's faithfulness. It might also shed some light on what you tend to ask of God. Are you asking for things for you or on behalf of others? Don't be selfish and only ask for things for you. Think of the needs of those around you. And don't take this lightly. It's a privilege to pray for others. Thank you again for joining me on this journey in 2020. I love hearing from you, so please let me know how you're doing and how I can join you in prayer. Until next time, build bridges and allow God to change your life. You'll never regret it. 